This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now, y'all know there's no shame in my game, and life has been lifing lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash slang. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. You guys, we made it to the end of the year um, and I am so excited. I'm excited about all that we've done this year and what is to come. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that that was my last live episode, um, full episode. Um, but if you've been on this journey for the last couple of years, you know that at the end of the year, I really take these last two months to spend time with my family. Um, November is my birthday month. Hey, Scorpios. Um, And then it is Thanksgiving, and we're having Thanksgiving here this year. I'm so excited about that. My parents are coming up. Um, Then it's Christmas, and then it's my son's birthday. He is a New Year's baby. Um, And so it's just a lot of celebration, a lot of love, a lot of family time happening. And I really just want to... Uh, dedicate my time to that and be intentional about, you know, spending my time with my family and just enjoying that. And so with that being said, um, I'm also preparing for the next year. And so um, uh, during this time is really trying to figure out what the next thing is for Slaying Self-Doubt and the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast, Um, listening to God and just really getting my direction so that I don't continue to be out of order or, you know, just getting things in place so that I don't put myself first. You know, I really just use this time to do that. But in, so in the meantime, I don't want to just leave you all hanging and like, all right, I see y'all in two months. I want to leave you with something that you can carry into your new year. So the first part of me being able to do that is, um, we're going to rewind to uh, Instagram live series that I did back in March um, doing Women's History Month. Um, it was a women's wellness um, a live uh, series. And so we talked about the importance of emotional wellness, health and wellness, physical health, marriage and relationship wellness, and financial wellness. And five different women came and spoke to us about that. And I really want you to take that into the new year because we all know, you know, when you go into a new year, everybody, new year, new me, we go sign up for a gym membership. We go, you know, start taking care of ourselves. We say that it is important. And so I think that even though it is important, I think, remember these last couple of weeks we've been talking about the doing. I really want you to hear this before you go into this holiday season and allow it to just carry you through that so that you're able to continue to do, right? And so, you know, again, this the space that we I have created and that we have created together is supposed to be for you to be able to really just look at yourself and say, what can I do better? And so I want to leave you with these conversations over the next five weeks um, to really just think about how you can carry this into your new year. And then at the end, we do um, 
the top five of 2022. And I'm really excited about that. As of right now, I haven't gone to check, but I seem to be still in the runnings <laughs> of the top episodes of um, 2022. Uh, Previous years, I've had, you know, guest episodes be the number one episode. And so I'm excited that you guys be listening to me. So I'm, I'm excited to see how that's going to turn out. Also, guys, I already told y'all, at the end of this year, you know we're going to hit 50,000 downloads. And so I need you to keep sharing with 10 people um, and just keep spreading the word about slaying self-doubt so we can hit that 50,000 downloads. Um, and you need to be watching me. On, you need to be following me on Instagram because when we hit that number, I am celebrating on there, okay? So, I, I told you, I ain't coming back on here. This is the last time you're going to hear a live voice. I am recording this on October 29th. So, when we hit $50,000, I want you to be a part of it, whether it is through um, Instagram or through the newsletter. Either way, I need you to get connected with me Um or through the Facebook group. I need you to be connected with me so you don't miss out because I'm not, you know, in constant communication with you all doing the podcast over the next two months. So um, with that being said, guys, I hope you have an amazing holiday. I, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy birthday. All of the all of the happies. I hope that you all um, have received something from me over this year. I hope that I have impacted you in some type of way. And I hope you come back in 2023 and see what it is that God has in store for slaying self-doubt. So until next year, see ya. <laughs> hey, Laura, how are you? Hey, I'm glad you caught your breath. Because I understand yes. that last minute rip and run and then you have to hop on screen. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I typed out the details of it and everything. It was like, okay, let me go. And then I looked, I was like, I don't even have. And I was just like, oh my goodness. Like, uh, and I, and, and because of how, you know, Instagram work, like, I'm like, I just want to get on on time so I can do what I need to do. Yes. And people go about their evening. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, um, having this conversation with me, I just I just want to point out again, I'm probably pointing out every single time, but how dope is it for me to have five Black women to be able to come on here every single week to talk about stuff that we need to talk about? Like, we is just, come on, can we be, we are just, we are disruptors, right? That's Come that's on, what, Black uh, woman! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and, not, so and, and if they haven't watched the other ones, I only missed one, which I do plan on to go back and watch. And they have been phenomenal. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, man, these joints have been really, really good. And listen, this is all about being obedient because I, what I thought I was going to do, the Lord said, do something else. Yes, Tiffany said they have been so good. And she'll be here next week. Okay. Um, and listen, so I'm, my the whole purpose of this, if you missed any of these, yes, go back and watch the replays. Look, They're I'm doing in all these. things. Uh, oh, yes, okay, doing all things. Yes. <laughs> look, look at the support out here. I love it. Um <laughs> But if you have not watched the other ones, go and watch the replays. They are in the little video section on my page or they're in the event section underneath the um, highlights. Um, that's actually where I put all my replays. But they have been so good because, um, like I said, like we are not just one thing. And when we think about being a woman, it's not a lot of times we take our titles and we say we're a mom, we're a wife, we're uh, you know, an entrepreneur, we're an employer, we are an, an employee, you know, we take these titles and we say that's who we are. But in this series, I really wanted to, well, God, because it wasn't me, but he really wanted to show us that our wellness is so important yes. in every area of our life, you know, and we started with emotional wellness with our um, uh, therapist care flipping. And then we talked about health and wellness with Wintana uh, Kairos. And then last week we talked about physical wellness with Patrice Murphy. And now we're talking about marriage and relationship wellness. And I was debating on this and I was like, well, Lord, you know, I don't really know. And I say, well, I can only talk about what I know right now, which is marriage. So that's what we're going to talk about. You know, like sometimes this is a side note. Sometimes when you're doing stuff, you're trying to reach the masses and, and, and do all the things for all the people. And I can't because 
that just be too much. So we're talking about marriage today, right? And so if you are married, if you are about to be married, if you have the desire to be married, this conversation is still for you because it is about you. It's not about the marriage of the institution of marriage. It's about how you show up. You show up in your marriage. So uh, Laura, please introduce yourself to the people. First, let me say thank you for inviting me to be on such a phenomenal series. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I have been you. engrossed in it. And Patrice got us all. Did I say her name? Patrice yes, Patrice. Got yes, us all yeah. together <laughs> last week. Let me tell you, she got me all the way together. She so, always be like that, which is why I love her, right? Like, she, yes. she is straight, no chases, there's no But practical. Work. Yes, very but practical. practical. Yes. yes. And, oh, shout out to Patricia because if you have not been following her curves and games, go ahead and follow her now because um, she I, she just posted it yesterday. I mean today, but she got her own shop in uh, in Maryland, so in the DMV area. And so y'all go y'all go support her. This is this is what happens. See, the black women just keep supporting black women. But go go ahead, Laura. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I am Laura Gathers. I'm an author, speaker, and marriage coach. I equip couples with the tools they need so their relationships can succeed. I am also the curator of the How to Fight Fair workshop, which is my favorite workshop to do. It's an interactive boxing workshop where I take couples through five rounds of conflict resolution. I'm a wife of almost 14 years married to the amazing Dr. Gathers, and I have two beautiful children, ages 10 and 8. Oh, you okay. You right behind me. Mine's a 12 and 14. We almost... (laughs) And we're going an upward pattern, right? We're going up, all right? They almost, yes. almost out of here. They almost out, so we just want to enjoy this time. Um, so thank you, Laura. Like you, first of all, we, we'll talk about all the things. So if y'all have any questions throughout this time, y'all already know what to do. Drop them in the comments because that's what's easiest for us. We will just go back and read through them. So um, as I stated before and in every you know time that I've done this, that the purpose of this is about really like showing our wellness and when we talk about marriage again that's a big part of you know for me it's a big part of my life because i'm a wife first right um and even as we talk about kids and them going out when they leave i'm still a wife right i'm still a mom but that that's a relationship you have to maintain (laughs) throughout the entire time right if you know we i'm not even gonna go down that road please stay stay focused stay focused okay because this conversation (laughs) could go all the way left and i'm not gonna let it go left so as we're talking about wellness and um, the importance of it, when we talk about marriage, how important, why is wellness, like our wellness, important in our marriages? Yeah. I think wellness is important as an individual because how you show up in your marriage is going to determine the wellness of the marriage. That's and that's why I love the fact that we have to take accountability for ourselves because who we are And where we need to be in life is what we need to work towards so that when we're showing up in our marriage, we're not showing up perfect, but we're Mm -hmm. showing up healthy. The goal is to be as healthy as possible. You talked about our mental wellness. You talked about our emotional wellness. You talked about our physical wellness and our relationship wellness is essential as well. So even if you're not married, if you are in relationship with anyone outside of yourself, You Mm -hmm. need to bring the healthiest version of yourself into that relationship because you are not just impacting yourself. Your advice impacts Mm. the other people around you. Your attitude, your mood impacts the other people around you. Your mindset about who you are impacts how you show up in that relationship. So I believe that wellness is essential. Being healthy is essential when you're showing up in any relationship, but especially if you are married, how you show up can impact the whole temperature of not just your home, but the heart of the people you are connected with. Yeah, no, that is so important. And one of the things that you said, which is it's been linked through this entire uh, series is your mindset, right? And how your like when you say your advice and, and and you're right in all relationships um when you're no matter what it is whether you are married whether it's your friends whether it's your family 
how you show up and how you interact with people and participate in conversations, what you say, what you don't say, your body language, all of that stuff will determine how how this thing kind of kind of goes. So let's talk about mindset a little bit because it, it all flows through our, our wellness um, 100%. What what would that look like? So we, we, you know, I'm all about like practical stuff, right? Like a lot of times when we have these conversations, we say these, you know, like kind of blanket statements and people are like, yeah, you know, my mindset got to be right. And then we leave it there, right? Like if we be uh-huh. like, what I'm supposed to do next. So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the mindset. What, 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 not, I don't want to say what should that look like because that's different, but, but what's mm-hmm. a healthy mindset to have, you know, in a marriage, going into a marriage, or, it, it, or going into a marriage? A healthy mindset to me, and this is to me, right. is one where you realize you have healthy expectations. You're not going in thinking that your spouse is supposed to immediately become husband of the year or wife of the year. You understand that there is a growth process that needs to happen. You understand how to communicate. Hi, Marissa from Forever Marriages. You understand how to communicate. You understand where you are as an individual, like Mm. mentally. Have you just went through a traumatic experience? Have you just experienced loss? Are you grieving? Like understanding where you are mentally so that you can get the healing or the help that you need so that you are thinking in a positive or I'm not even say positive, but in a healthy way. So for example, this is what a healthy mindset will do. If you and your spouse are having a disagreement and you, you don't agree with his perspective, Instead of just saying his idea is dumb, which <laughs> you can do, right? Hey, right, right. A healthy person is going to dig deeper. A healthy person is going to ask questions to help mm. them reach the conclusion that, you know what, this might not be the best idea. Yeah. But when you are in a healthy space, you say and do things that negatively impact your relationship. And even sometimes when you're in a, a healthy one, it will because it depends on where your spouse is. But yeah. how you're able to perceive what's going on, how you set your expectations and communicate your expectations, yeah. determine what type of mindset. Like that is a reflection of the mindset that you have. If you see your spouse as your opponent versus your teammate, you're going to do what? You're going to attack them. You're going to want to mm-hmm. defeat them. If you don't believe that your marriage can recover from whatever you're facing, guess what? You're going to go in a towel. You're going to quit. So yeah. your mindset, how you view the situations that you're facing, how you view the people in your life, determine how you treat them. Yeah. No, that is so good, though, because a lot of times we don't think about that. What we're going through, it is, uh, it did, it, 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 like we pr- push that on, uh, pr- what's the word I'm looking for? Project. Pro- thank you. Okay. Because all I can see for y'all who watch Real Housewives of <laughs> Potomac, all I can see was this in my head. And I'm like, what was Candace saying? Project. <laughs> That's what she was saying. Um, but yes, you will project your emotions and you project your feelings onto other people. And that and they can't that may not always be true. We talked about that when we yes. talked about emotions, like what's real? What is that true? Like you're yeah, it's a thought. But that doesn't mean it's a correct thought. That doesn't mean that that's actually what's happening, right? Yeah. And so it's very important that I, I like that you said that it's a healthy mindset because that it puts the onus on you, right? How many mm-hmm. times are we in relationship with people and we say, oh, it's them, right? Like it's something that they got to fix just because it's not going the way that we want it to go. Um, I always think that there's always time where you have to do your own self-reflection to say like, what do I listen? I I'm always like, Lord, show me me, right? Where yeah. where do I need to adjust? Where do I need to pivot a little bit? What am I not seeing, right? And sometimes I can just be in my feelings, and that be it. I mean, I'm a Scorpio. That is enough for me, okay? To just <laughs> be in my feelings, and I will just react. And so I, I love that you say like having a healthy mindset allows us to our behaviors are so much better. Yeah. And communication. Because even though, even what you're going through, I always say that that is a fact. That is exactly what's happening. But just like you said, that, that may not be the truth, though. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. What you're going through is a fact. No one's discounting yeah. that. But why you are growing, going through it, how you handle it, and everything else determines the mindset in which you have while you're going through it. 
So yeah. it's important for us to be able to understand where we are mentally and emotionally yeah. because that yeah. determines how we show up. No, absolutely. And when you say that, it made me think of, I can't remember where I heard it. It was either a podcast or a sermon with, um, that some, whatever was said was like, whatever is happening, whatever is going through is, it, it is the, um, the reason why you feel the way you feel, but it's not an excuse, right? Yeah. If we wish we use that, like, you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. But that's not an excuse to, you know, emotionally, you know, beat me up, right? That's not yes. used to be negative or nasty or whatever have you. Like, yes, you're going through, but if I, if we're, and we're talking about marriage, if I'm your partner, I'm going through it too, right? I'm or with you, alongside you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, of course, you know, we're slaying self-doubt, so we can't yes. not, not talk about self-doubt. So how can self-doubt affect your marriage? I mean, even going into a marriage, think about it. If you're anything like I was and you did not see a healthy marriage, even doubting the fact that you could become a good wife. Mm. So if you've never seen that role in your life, then you start to question if you have the ability to produce what it is that you desire. Yeah. So that's number one. So if you're in a phase where you're engaged and you're about to go into marriage and you're starting to question whether you even have the ability to get the skills and to, to develop the heart to love this person for better or for worse, for richer yeah. and poor until death do you want, right? That even part. then, <laughs> being able to give yourself grace to grow into that role and not think that you need to do everything perfectly, right? Yeah. Yeah. That can show up though. Because if you go into there like, oh my goodness, then you're starting to question, am I doing this right? And your spouse could be very well pleased, but you're always questioning yourself. You're always so mm. anxious. And then you begin to rub that off on your spouse. And then you're nitpicking before you know it. And then you are uh, complaining and murmuring more than you really should. Because yes. you're doubting if you're able to be what your spouse needs. So that's mm. one way it can show up. And then also as you are growing and you're getting older and you get gray hair like i'm getting <laughs> like i i had to check myself because you're like you know you want to be attractive to your spouse mm -hmm. so you want to you know you want to be and if we're being yes. honest you want you want to know that you still got it that your spouse and is you still you know it. into yes. you yeah and self-doubt when you when your bones are aching like we were talking about last week i was crying laughing because last week was horrible <laughs> for me but when you are starting to age and you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know, you want to keep things spicy. You want to make sure you're still capturing their attention. If they're not giving you that attention that you are desiring now, then you can yeah. begin to doubt yourself. You can begin to question, you know, are they still attracted to me? Do they mm. still enjoy doing these things with me? And, and instead of going and approaching them and having a conversation, hey, honey, how's it going? Checking in with them. You begin to internalize things because of mm. what you're going through, how your body yeah. is adjusting, how you're feeling, right? Right, right. And anything, if you lose your job and, and you're no longer able to bring in the income that you once would, once was, then you start to question, you know, your value in the relationship. Self-doubt can show up in your marriage in so many ways. But yeah. what we have to remind ourselves is that this person chose us. This person made mm. these vows. This person uh, made this commitment. And hopefully when they said those vows, they meant it. While also realizing that what you're going through is seasonal. It's not permanent. So then mm. you're able to get a perspective like we're going to get through this just like we got through X, Y, and Z. They yeah. are going to continue to love me just like they love me through X, Y, and Z. I still capture yeah. their eye just like I did back then. You know, so it's just important for us to remember who we are mm -hmm. and that we, you and your spouse chose each other so that you can yeah. slay that self-doubt that pops up, whether you male or female. Yeah. No, I think that's so important, like the choosing part, right? Like mm -hmm. when you realize that, like it's a choice, you know what I'm saying? We know yeah. that marriage is a choice. Every My parents just recently celebrated their 40, 40th wedding anniversary last summer. And oh. when my dad said his vows, he was like, you know, 40 years ago, I chose you and I'm still choosing you. And I was like, Wait a minute! Like, I'm go ahead, Daddy. <laughs> I know it hit different because when you hear that, it's like you know, being their child and seeing their story and watching their journey, it's like, 
to know that your husband still chooses you, that your wife still chooses you. I think some, that is, it's an important thing and you need to hear that. And I think that, you know, um, like you say, like having those conversations, communicating and being able to talk about those things when things come up, even like you said, when certain things happen. I know for me, when I was, um, I've shared before that when I was uh, 36, I ended up having a hysterectomy because I had a tumor on my um, uterus. And, you know, I was, I was done having kids. I was fine with it. Right. You know, like yes. I had my two, I was good. But I didn't realize how, like, I was going to feel after the fact, right? Like, it, it hit me like, no, seriously, like, you can't. It's one thing where you choose not to have no more. It's, yes. it's another thing where you can't. And, it, it, you know, and my husband was kind of like, you know, I thought that's what you wanted. Like, you know, and it was <laughs> like, yeah. But then when I explained it to him, like, I didn't realize that my energy, because I was feeling some type of way, was causing some distance, right? And so, but me being, a, you know, I, just just being me aware enough of knowing that that's what I was going through. I shared that with him to let him know it's not you like legit. It's me because of this situation. So to your point, like we go through seasons where things happen to us, especially as women, child, like all the things that we go through yes. having to. And so you say communication a couple of times, how important is it for us to communicate what we are feeling? Like, because uh, to me, I feel like there's a lot of times I've had conversation with other wives is like, you know, I don't want to burden. I don't want to say, I don't want them to think a certain type of way. Like how important is it for us to communicate our feelings and what it is that we are going through? Isn't that something how we don't want to burden anyone else with what we're going through, but we don't mind yeah. people pouring out their burdens on us. It, it just okay. hearing you say that because I thought about how many times I've said it. Oh, well, I don't want to. Um, mm -hmm. concern them with this da, da 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 but the reality is is you have someone there that can help you carry the load you mm. have someone there that can comfort you and can help you navigate through the emotions and the feelings that you're currently going through yeah. and I think it's important for us to get real comfortable talking about any and everything to our spouse yeah. I tell my husband about every little ache and pain that I have because <laughs> if something ever happens to me, yeah. I want him to be able to communicate that to the doctors. Yeah. I do. But yeah. we have to get comfortable sharing information with people without thinking that we are burdening or overwhelming them. Information yeah. is important, especially mm -hmm. in marriage. So. Yeah. Why should we, how can we have these healthy conversations? I would say first and foremost, when you're approaching it, lead with, honey, I don't want you to solve this. Honey, I don't want you to fix this. Honey, yeah. I just need you to listen. This is how I'm feeling. Without, yeah. when you lead with that, then guess what? They're like, okay, they just want to talk. They just want to unload. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But when you lead with those type of things, you're setting the expectation of what it is that you want them to do. Yeah. Now, if you so need basically them, what you're saying is don't say we need to talk. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. When you say we need to talk, then their mind can race about everything. And I think even that's important, honey. I've been going through some things personally. I want to share some with you. Let me let me know a good time to just come and just talk to you about how I'm feeling. Yeah, no, that's so you're right, because you're right. Either, you know, uh, socially, we need to talk always means something bad. You know, it's like, yes. what, what what, happened? Just tell me now. You, like you said, that anxiety just kind of builds. I don't like hearing that either. It overwhelms <laughs> you. Listen, you tell me we need to talk. I'm telling it to you back. We, yeah, I need to talk too. Like, <laughs> we both going to feel stressed out until we get to have this conversation. But I think, like you said, like saying, I need to just, share something with you or and telling them i don't need you to solve this right um just being able to differentiate between i need to vent i need you to listen and i need your help right like those are things that you have to be able to say so that the, i also think it depends that that will determine their listening skills too yes. right because when people are listening to problem solve they just trying to figure out how to fix it if yep. they don't have to do that then they're able to say now let me really listen and you know kind of take in what you're saying so i i like that i like the i'm gonna, I'm gonna try that i know at one season probably around year six or seven i would say hey i need i need my friend i need my i need to talk to my friend mm. not my husband my friend yeah yeah <laughs> let him show like up that. please 
that. I like that. Um, you forever marriage. Yeah, forever marriage is safe. Now, why else is saying? I know. I'm trying to. Oh, oh, there you go. They, uh, she said, uh, "Lean on your spouse." Yeah. Forever marriage. Yeah, I think that that's so important because we have a tendency, like the fact that you even said it, like, oh yeah, like. How many times have we said, I don't want to burden him. I don't want to make things even worse. I don't want to do, but that's what they're there for. Like you said, they chose you, they're your partner. They're supposed to go through life with you. And and I also think that um, just in other times, in all relationships, even if it's not your spouse, I think it's also you give them an opportunity to pour into you, right? Like, and so then you're, you're like, um, somebody uses in a different type of way. Like when you don't ask for help, you don't allow that other person to be a blessing, right? And so yeah. whatever it is that they're supposed to do to be able to, that their assignment, you're not letting them do it because you like, I got it. I'm going to figure it out myself, you know? Um, so, yeah, no, that's really good. So um, we talked about, you, you, and I know you talk about um, the, the fighting fair and having healthy conversations. Um, what are some, like, key ways we can have these healthy conversations when we do need to talk like the not the boo I need you to listen but the boo we need to talk how do we have healthy how do we have healthy conversations in our marriage I think with everything we need to just start getting used to talking with our spouse about everything I think when you are when you get used to doing it it doesn't become such a burden but for those of you who are just starting to do this yeah i would say make sure that you don't do it during date night (laughs) (laughs) you are ruining the whole thing don't don't go out here messing up date nights right but (laughs) pause right here let's take a put a flag on the plate right here what shouldn't we talk about during date night date night you, you are there to have fun to connect to enjoy to enjoy each other's company don't come bringing up some serious issue like we gotta Johnny then Johnny then uh, uh uh tore up the school. We need to figure out how we can punish Johnny. Uh, you didn't over you didn't overdue on a bank account once again. <laughs> we not talking about them kids. We not right. talking about that money. We not talking about how you got on my nerves this week. Hey, honey, how you doing? What's going good? What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? What yeah. are your goals? What was the best part of your week this week? How can I make your life better? Like, yeah, that's what you talk about on date night. You're going to tell yes. them how fine they are. You're going to flirt with them. You're going to do all the good stuff on date night. So you can have another yeah. one. Because if, okay. if, if you're supposed to, the date night ain't going to be nothing but you murmuring and complaining and getting on that nerves. You're not getting on that date night. <laughs> I know that's right. Don't talk about them kids. Yes, Keelan. We, yes, Keelan. No, no money, no, no work. And no kids. We're not talking about none We're of that. We're not talking kids. about that. And pick the yeah, restaurant before y'all out. leave. Pick the <laughs> restaurant before. Don't ask her where she want to eat. Don't ask him where Hell. he wants. Had a restaurant chosen. Make reservations if you had to ahead of time. It's so for fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that is no, I like that. That is good. Okay, so y'all, y'all got <laughs> Okay. Back. We're not talking about those things during date night. Okay, so now we do have to have yes, a conversation, so. not on date night. Not on day night, but all like setting aside a family day where you know that you're going to sit down and you're going to talk about all those things. Mm-hmm. But, but the goal eventually is just for you to be able to gauge the atmosphere and say, you know what, we're both chilling, relaxing, watching reruns of whatever. <laughs> you say Chicago, <laughs> Chicago watching whatever reruns you're watching. For me, it's a different world right now. I've been watching all of reruns. Oh, but, but a moment where it's not a new show, you know what's going to happen, where you're just relaxing together, connecting, which is important. Connect, connect, mm-hmm. connect. And just have the conversation. Re- don't make sure you're using, you're not saying you always or you never. Things like mm-hmm. that. You know, honey, when this happens, I feel mm-hmm. not you. Mm-hmm. You make me feel like, you know, even your tone. Yeah, yeah. When your spouse is just coming in from work, that's not the best time. When you know that you both have had a rough day and you're tired, that's not the best time. I, I, listen, when you're I'm, angry, I'm more, that's... I feel, like, I feel like right now, you it's like... <laughs> It feels like all of the light and all of it is on me. I was just thinking to myself, I was like, if my husband was hearing this, he would be like, exactly what she said. Exactly what she said. Okay, so yes, I'm 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 taking notes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
But we are. But we we want to make these conversations conversations. It's not you. It's not a complaining session. It's yeah. an opportunity for you to come and sit and talk. And I would say this too: if you struggle to sit down and talk with your spouse and bring things up, go ahead and shoot that text. Send that email. Mm. Hey, honey, these are some things that I really want to discuss with you. To so go ahead and break, you know, to introduce the topics to them. You don't have to have the whole conversation through email or through text, but you can go ahead and break that. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the term, but just go ahead and initiate the conversation yeah. so that when you do come together, you've already laid the foundation. They know that you're not upset. They know that you're not yeah. there to nitpick. You look, this, this is just what's on my heart and I want to talk about it, but make sure that you're not pointing the finger, not, you're not belittling, you're not, mm. um, aggressive, like in attacking yeah. them. You want to make sure that you're creating a safe space for both of you. And yeah. I always say, if you, if you know that there are certain actions, certain words that trigger you and you are responsible for your triggers. Okay. Mm. You need to get oh. some healing with that. Let's talk about that because a lot of times you're like, well, they know that they trigger me. They know that they did that. You are responsible for your triggers. But if you know that there are some things that you face that are traumatic and actions that, you know, take you back, share those things, not while you're in the midst of a conversation and they do them, but share them beforehand or afterwards. Hey, yeah. honey, I just want to let you know like that, that brings up something on the inside of me that I'm working through, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but can you refrain or to the best of your ability, refrain from doing or saying those things, like create a safe space for both of you. Yeah. Where you feel comfortable no. coming in and having a conversation. Yeah, that is so good. Like, I think that we have a tendency. Um, I, I, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm thinking because I'm thinking of all relationships, right? Um, in this context of creating a safe space, right? There are times where we assume that the, safe, the space is safe, right? Without knowing how to make it safe. Yes. And so, um, like I know, but can you tell the people, how do you make a space that's space safe? You establish ground rules. I, like I just said, like understanding traumas or triggers that your spouse may have and knowing that I'm not going to do those things. You make a, you make a decision that those are the things that I'm going to make sure I don't do. So if yeah. you know, walking out of the room is going to remind them of when a parent left and never came back or when, you know, an abusive situation that they dealt with, you, you know, you're going to say, yeah, if you have to walk out the room, you can say, honey, I need to take a break right now. I'll be right back. Yeah. Just give me, yeah. Let's pause for a moment and then let's come back and because we get a little heat. So let's, right, let's right, pause right. for a moment. Yeah. Instead of just walking out and not saying anything to them. If you yeah. know that raising your voice is going to cause some emotional toil in their heart, then guess what you're going to do? You're going to make sure that you keep it monotone. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do raise your voice, hurry up and correct it. Yeah. Honey, I, I apologize. But the only way your spouse can create a safe space is if you tell them what safety looks like for you. Ooh. Ooh. That That's is, the only that way they important. can do it. Yeah, that no, but that is so important because as you were saying this, I was thinking to myself, well, how do they know? How would they know that that? Yeah. But you, it, the same thing that you say, you're responsible for your triggers. You're responsible to get your healing. Is the same way that you need to say that, like this bothers me, or like this thing, I don't do this, right? And I think it's when you say talk about conversations and being able to um, get, you know, really talking, right? You said earlier like we just need to get in the habit of talking right there's so mm -hmm. many things we talk around stuff we talk surface yes. stuff a lot of times especially when you have kids you can spend kids and work can take up about 98 percent of the conversation in real life mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you if you allow it right but having those like you said the designated times having yes. like all of those moments where you're able to have these conversations my husband and i have like a lot of really good conversations in the car like when we're driving somewhere right like he just likes driving um and so like on the road we have you know different things and um as a suggestion i would have to get up to get it i'm not gonna get it right now but i bought these cards for conversation cards yes i bought yes. um some conversation cards um that I, I saw it and i kept saying to myself oh i'm gonna get it i'm gonna get it. then i was just like what's the harm in it right because i can guarantee you it's probably a question I may have wanted to ask and then forgot to ask or something like that. But I feel like that. What do you think about those? Like having some type of 
like the conversation cards or um yeah stuff like that if you go to my website and join my email list you can get some free ones oh, okay, <laughs> that's what i think about them i think that it's a great way to go deeper into your spouse's life there are some things because we are in the midst of working and just a mm -hmm. fast-paced life unfortunately yeah <laughs> you know the only right. time we really get to relax and have those conversations or, or we'll be on vacation yeah but being able to pull a question out of there and answer one question a night or one question a week whatever it is so that you can continuously learn new things about your spouse yeah. be able to support them i think one of the questions is like what is one goal that you want to accomplish that i can help you with think mm. about that whether yeah. it's what are you interested in like what are, what are you interested in in this season because if mm. you're interested in football you know what i'm gonna learn about your favorite football team and i'm gonna be able to have a little conversation it might not be too much but i'm gonna be right. able to have a conversation with you about something that interests you but you don't know these things unless you ask yeah. the questions yeah, that's for sure. I'm gonna at least know the quarterback and and maybe the coach. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna know something. But I think that that's so important, especially as we talk about you know for those of us who have kids, and eventually your kids will leave the house. And how many people have been empty nesters and be like, I don't know what to do, right? Like I and you you you're still married and you still want to be in this marriage, but you don't know, like you say, you don't know their dreams, you don't know their goals because they change. What I wanted when I got married seven years ago is not the same thing I want now. And I didn't know that. I didn't know what I wanted now. I didn't know that then, right? You know, so it's yes. like we change, we grow. Why don't we, we have to know that they have the same thing, the same desires, the desires that we have, they, our spouses have desires as well. And having those questions and asking and being able to learn more about them allows you to be able to have a healthy marriage, right? Because yes you, it shows you that you're interested in them yeah you are yes. interested in coming into my world and mm -hmm. like i said you're you may not learn everything about vintage cars you may not learn everything <laughs> about whatever sports they they love you may not learn everything about those superheroes or whatever it is that they are interested in but the mere fact that you know you know what hey i saw this article let me send it over to you that might interest you yeah oh, they remember they thought about me as you said we are constantly growing and evolving and, mm -hmm. and having new ideas and dreams and aspirations and so often we keep those things bottled up or we share them with our girlfriends or someone who is also interested in that field in that and part. we leave this person out and yeah. i've been guilty of that i'm not going to sit too. up here and act like oh, i yeah, have I not know. been guilty of that that's the but reason why I gave you, you the point because I said, "Oh, I know, I know that." I'll, you be quick to call your girls and be like, "Okay, y'all, we we this what we doing, this what I'm doing," and they be because they gonna gas you, you up, that. right? <laughs> <laughs> Which they are supposed to do. You supposed to gas them up, <laughs> exactly. But like you said, you gotta if you give that to your son. Like there's times I've had to, I've shared some things with my husband, and the response isn't. It ain't a gas, right? And so then I have to say, that's a good thing. And then, then he'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I, but that's okay with me, right? <laughs> it, it, it is because eventually he'll know the things that are important to me. So then when you hear it again and I say, oh, I have this going on, you don't understand what I'm doing because it's mine, right? Yes. But that doesn't mean you can't support me. That doesn't mean you can't be. I have no idea about half the sports people. No, there's no way. But if you like it i love it right so i'm gonna just i'm gonna go with it right but mm -hmm. the same thing goes for us you tell them that you're doing something new you are trying a new venture you're going into when i came into entrepreneurship he did not know i i didn't even know what slaying self-doubt was going to be but as we continue to do this and i tell him certain things even today he's like okay y'all i know you the kids y'all gotta clean but mommy got alive at seven o'clock i was like okay then we paying attention you know it's little stuff like that, but if I wasn't having the conversation and letting him know how important it was to me, it, it hit differently when he said it because I'm like, oh, he know that this is important and everybody got to be quiet. <laughs> yes, and he remembered. And not only and that, he put some, some action steps in place to ensure that you were able to do what you need to get done. But that only yeah. happens when we invite them into our world. We can yeah. He can only be that support when you tell him what's happening. Exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, 
And so we've talked about a lot of different things today, Laura. And, you know, again, guys, these uh, y'all, if y'all have any questions, um, put them in the comments. Anything you want to, um, Laura, to answer, um, anything that you have, go ahead and put it in there. Um, so as we're talking about just like um, women's wellness and our wellness and healthy conversations, how does our emotional wellness play a part in in our marriage? because <laughs> you don't want y'all to be Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde all I could do is laugh because I think about how often we rely on our emotions versus our intellect mm. right? our okay. emotions play yeah. a big role in how we respond and how we show up and how we um, just how we present ourselves or present information to our spouse if we feel like it's something that they may not be interested in then we may gaze over it right glaze over it without giving all the details without giving them the opportunity to learn more about it if we come in and we are super aggressive with how we're sharing information then it's off-putting so being Mm -hmm. able to regulate our emotions and i will say you know it depends on the season of life you're in, even though you're still responsible <laughs> for it. Think about it. Going through hormonal changes, going yeah. like postpartum. Think about all the things that happen mm-hmm. in a woman's life cycle that can yeah. <laughs> take her emotions all over the place. Menstrual cycles, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. How you show up in those moments determine whether your spouse is running out the door <laughs> <laughs> or whether they're putting their arms around you so we are responsible for our emotional wellness or even communicating honey right now is not the best time Mm -hmm. right right now i just want to be alone yeah honey right now is not the best time for me to talk and instead of making assumptions too because that's that has a lot to do with our emotional wellness of Mm -hmm. what you what they're trying to say versus explain that more because what i'm hearing may not be what you're trying to communicate yeah yeah I was going to say one of the other things that came up when we talked about when we in talking about like our emotional wellness also is that we the assumption also is that the other person has the capacity to carry whatever it is that and you don't know like because we're two individual people that came together right and I've learned in my own marriage that I have to literally I have to explain certain because how he responds to stuff isn't the same way I respond we are on the opposite end um i'm extra emotional and he is not right so when i would be like he like i don't i don't even know what happened so when there's things that's going on i have learned that i have to say this is what i need from you this goes back to us you saying having a conversation and talking and you being responsible for your stuff like you said we we just and we can say this and i can say this we just be wanting them to know like don't you know i'm sad don't you know i'm (laughs) upset can't you can't you tell that I, I feel a certain type of way and the answer is no no the same way you don't know how they feel you can't read their mind you don't know any of those things and so having to i think it's important like you said like you have to share that with them so that they know because because our cycle is like this in real life we have up, like the fact that you go we go through menstrual cycles every month means that once a week Every month, you are emotionally different person. Yeah. To everybody, and if you are someone who's their stuff is not regulated, there's no way anybody can keep up with that. It's it, yes, I am from the DMV. <laughs> I am DC born and Prince George's County raised, baby. <laughs> DC County girl. Hi, Elby. <laughs> <laughs> you can and hear it. Know, you know, yeah, LP's from the DMV as well. Okay, then. Okay, yeah, she just lived in Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> By listen, way of it. South Carolina for college. Okay. If I'm hey, correct. Listen. I think I'm correct. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're from the DMV, you're from the DMV always, okay? You can hear that <laughs> accent anywhere. Um, but yeah, like the emotional wellness, I think is... So one other question that I do have before um, the very last question is, um, we see this stuff, you know, we're on social media and we're here. Oh, yeah, you're from Pigeon County, too, girl. Um, 
media, we're here. It's that, you know, gifting the curse, if necessary, all of those things, right? And we see these hashtags, relationship goals, and all of that stuff. And <laughs> don't do that, Laura. Don't put <laughs> the same way. We got to have these conversations, right? Because there are a lot of people who are, it's very easy for people to post whatever they want to post, what they want people to see, their highlight reel, the good days, right? The great moments, the the one great picture that you had out of the 15 ones with, you know, they were like, no, I don't want to take it. You know what I mean? Um, how important is it for us? I know it's important, but I need you to break it down. How important it is for us to not allow outside entities, not just social media, but our friends, our family, infiltrate our marriages. <sighs> that that's I mean, a whole nother conversation. I know, so I'm, I, I, I'm really trying to wrap my mind around how to say this the most tactfully and efficient way I can. So this is what I'll say. If you really want relationship goals, if you really want marriage goals, sit down with the person you are in relationship with, understand what goals you are trying to accomplish. What's the end game for you both? and then work towards them. I'm not saying that you can't admire other people and what they have, but the reality is none of us know what exactly yeah. that couple went through to get where they are today. And sometimes yeah. those pictures really are the season that they're in. So we can be happy for them. We can clap for them. We can rejoice with them. But if you are not willing to go through what they went through to get that moment, Ooh then stop putting expectations on people who don't owe you a thing. These people mm, mm. don't even know you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like for real, yes, for real. And so then we begin to compare our relationship. We not, It's not even comparing. We are robbing our relationship of what mm. we can experience in that moment because we're glorifying someone else's moment. Ooh. And I, I have couples who I adore. I have people that I think are amazing. But what I will not do is deny or rob my husband or my marriage of what it can be, of what we mm. can be for someone else. Because yeah. I'm so busy focusing on your relationship. I'm so yeah. busy glorifying what I see you post. You rob the identity of your marriage when you make someone else marriage goals. Yes, I love that. I, listen, I, I didn't say that to have anybody have it because I 100% I, agree with you in everything. Comparison is the, the thief of joy. We already know that, right? And yes. so when you're doing that, it, you, you can't be content in what you have. You know, you can't enjoy... It, it, that goes with anything, whether it's your marriage, your kids, your yes. your life, your business. It does not matter what it looks like. What's for you is for you. But I love the way you say, like, I, I'm not going to rob my marriage of the blessing that is that could be for me to someone else, right? Yes. You know, my mom is on here, and so I'm going to hey, mama. Him very <laughs> um, but people around, like, if you know my parents, they are like. I'm going to say their goals because they are amazing, right? But they they're your parents. Yeah, they are. But they are, they're very, they're inspirational. Do I want their marriage? No, I don't want that. I want what me and my husband have, but the connection that they have, the love that they have, the fact that my father said after 40 years, he chooses her again. Yes, that's, I want, however you got that and whatever, I don't want to go through what you went through, right? But I want my husband to still choose me 40, 40 years later, right? I want uh -huh. the happiness that they have. I want the joy that I see when they... My parents like each other. Like, legit. You can tell. They like being around each other. If That is inspiration. And so that's different yes. than saying, oh, I, I want that marriage. But I, and like you say, it's good that you can have the inspiration. Because we all have inspiration. Shoot, I have Absolutely. of a body I want. It ain't mine, but I'm going to work to <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna work towards those abs. <laughs> you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. <laughs> she said it ain't mine. You almost took me out with that one. I really had to keep myself together. Oh go my because it, it's real. Like, listen, Tiana Taylor body is like. I'm just like, 
how do I get that? Where where do I sign up? Because, <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm just like that is a, that's an inspiration, right? So when I go work out, I'm thinking to myself like, am I actually going to get to that? Absolutely not. Like that's because it ain't my body, right? Like it's yeah. not mine. That's not meant for me. But it can be my motivation, and I think that having a healthy marriage should be a motivation, right? And like you said, like when you don't know what's going on in people's marriages, you have to be mindful of what you are um, glorifying and what you are saying like, oh my God, they have this. And that goes even when bad things happen because bad things happen in in people's lives. Like nothing is perfect all the way around. And so I just wanted to touch on that really quickly because, you know, these social media streets sometimes they be... They'd be trying us. <laughs> and people um, can. Like, I think it's important to know that your marriage can be whatever you want it to be as long as you're willing to put the work into it. Right? Yeah, I, absolutely. So what are some things we can do to start to improve our marriage wellness? Like, how can we as wives, um, soon-to-be wives, uh, seasoned wives, um, come back from this conversation and, you know, improve it where our husband's like oh okay what did y'all talk about on that last day <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um lb actually made a post today talking about like would your would your husband say that you're a good wife like or would your Ooh. spouse say that you're a good spouse period right and i was like uh-huh. i would hope i would hope they would but i pondered on that you know a lot of times we look at stuff and we go on but i asked myself what am i doing every day that would make him say that what am I doing mm. consistently? That's what I ask myself. What are yes. you doing consistently that will make him say, yeah, my wife pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. so I actually thought about what someone would do. Like, am I honoring him every day mm. in regards to putting his feelings and his thoughts and, and what he's going through? Am I putting that, um, Am I putting that at the forefront of my thoughts? Mm, yeah. Do I understand how he receives love so that I can love him in that way that he receives it? Ooh. Like, am I taking responsibility for making sure that if he don't feel that love from nobody else is coming from me on a daily yeah. basis? Yeah. Am I choosing it. words that are going to build him up and edify him even when we disagree? Mm, yeah. And so just doing that, like questioning how I'm showing up daily in my marriage is going to hopefully put some things in perspective on how I need to grow. But if you want emotional or if you want marriage wellness, the best thing you can do is become the best version of yourself as you can be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, right? That's the best way you can improve your marriage is showing up as the best version of yourself. And then in doing that, you're not comparing who you are to where they need to be, right? We're not going through that. But encouraging them to do this, encouraging and making space for them Mm. to be able to do the same thing. Because it's one Mm. thing to say, oh, honey, you should go to the gym. But you got a honey-do list that's 50,000 pages long. And every time they're not doing something on a honey-do list, you're griping and complaining about it. Let's, let's just be <laughs> right. honest, right? right? So right. we're not just going to encourage them, but we're going to make space for them to be able to do it. Let's do it together. Let's read mm-hmm, this book mm-hmm. together. Let's pray together. Let's go to the gym together, right? Invite them into the things that you know is going to help make them a better version of themselves. But you can only yeah. do that. When you love yourself, when you know who you are and you're showing up in a healthy way. So outside of that, just making sure that you are mindful of the words that you speak, making sure that you're choosing to connect with them consistently. For me Mm -hmm. personally, and this is just for my husband because he don't know it, but his love language is acts of service. So every day I pick one thing that I'm going to do for him, like like every day. I pick one yeah. thing and it's on the top of my list. So if don't nothing else get done in that day, that one thing is getting done. And that's that. how I'm showing up for him daily. That's how I am um, incubating our marriage daily. But for you, it yeah. could be anything. Maybe your spouse needs a text. 
Maybe your spouse needs a mm-hmm. hug. Maybe your spouse needs a smile when they walk through the door. Whatever it yeah. is that your spouse needs so that you two can feel connected and then you can address the children, you can address the finances, you can address whatever they, whatever you're facing. Whatever yeah. you're facing together because you feel connected, you feel seen, you feel loved, then that's how you maintain the marriage well. That's how you maintain the wellness of your marriage. Yeah. No, that is so good because um, when you think about that, we have a tendency, you hear it all the time when people talk about love languages. It's out of habit or just the way it is. We love the way we like to be loved, right? Yeah. And then we get frustrated because they're they not feeling how you're loving them because they don't want no gifts. They want physical <laughs> touch, yes. right? And so because it's low on your list, you like, well, no, nah, I'm just going to keep giving you stuff. But then with like knowing that, like you say, it could be as simple as a, a kiss. It could be as simple as a hug. But that starts with the conversation of being able to ask, what you said, like even saying that, what do you need from me? Yeah. If there's one thing I could do every day to put a smile on your face, what, what would it? that be? Right. And then, and then it's up to us to make the choice to do that every single day. And so I love that because it's I, like, when you said it, there's things that my husband has said that I've been like, is it on the top of my list? It'll happen sometimes throughout the day. Right. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta remember, you know, because, you wake up and you think of kids and go to school and we got to go do all of these different things. But really, if I make that the priority, you know, like you said, like all the other stuff will happen, but you still have to cultivate that marriage every day because one misstep will day two, then day three. Yeah. And that's what was happening to me before I made the decision to know this is what I'm going to do. So let's go ahead and get it done. If I'm going to get his treat, his favorite treat, once I drop them kids off for school, I'm going, I'm headed straight to the store. I'm not coming back home. I'm not going to start on that project. I'm not doing all the other yes. things that will distract yes. me or deter me from going to pick up his favorite, his favorite snack. Yes. But I, yes. I think it's important what you said too, because for a long time I, I was affirming him through words. Them words ain't mean nothing to him. <laughs> <laughs> them cards didn't mean like, a okay. thing. <laughs> you hear me? I'm going to Hallmark spending four or five dollars on a card. That did not mean a thing to him. But let me go pick up his favorite snack or make sure that his his laundry is done. Man, you would have thought I done went to the moon and back for him. So it's important for you to understand that. LB, I had a Hallmark Hallmark Rewards card and everything. Oh my gosh. You was out here wasting $3.99. Every, <laughs> Fool, because I love cards, but but that's when we're acting in our own thing. Like <laughs> I know that the thing that my husband loves is 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 he likes when I clean. I hate cleaning with a passion. But when he <laughs> when the, if I clean and it's a clean house, like the smile that he has on his face, like he is just so happy. Like oh, you clean the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you clean. You know. And I'm like in my mind, I'm like, what's what the matter, right? But. But when you're doing it, when you're doing it with intention and for the right reasons, you know yes. why, because you want that smile. You want him to feel love because that's how he feels love. So, hey, you know. Yes. Sometimes you got to clean the tub, you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wish I was something. Um, thank you so much, Laura, for joining us this evening. Thank you for sharing. Um, y'all, she already told y'all that if you need some conversation uh, topics and some questions, that you can go to her website. Uh, tell them uh, what the website is so they can go. And it's it's lauragathers.com. And if you join the mailing list, there are some free conversation cards. And it's a download that you can get. There y'all go. So then that way you have conversation. You can have the questions and the conversations that you need to have maybe on date. Can you take the conversation cards on date night? Are they they okay for date night? I mean, Let's pick through the conversation cards before we take oh, them on okay, date. Because okay. <laughs> remember, date point, night is all about connecting and having fun right. and enjoying one another and flirting. Lots okay. of flirting. I mean, tons Lots of, of flirting. flirting. Okay, flirty, flirt. Okay, so we need to take the fun and the sexy cards. Those yes. are cards we need to take with us. Okay. Hey, thanks. So look, she put the uh, they put. The Thank you, Romy. Thanks. Um. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for joining us. This has been, I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I feel, you know what? After I lead these conversations, I always feel just so, like, 
and pop. Like now, I just want to go give my husband a hug. And just go hug that man. Yes. You can do a little bit more than hugging him if you want to because you're married, sis. You can. I, mean, I got something to do at 8.30. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have nothing to do with that. But from 8 to 8.30 is 28 minutes. That's all I'm saying. All right? Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh my gosh. Oh my you could be tight. You could be winded for another reason. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. If y'all wasn't at the be if y'all wasn't at the be uh on at the beginning of this, you gotta go back and see why I was running. I had to run up the steps. But this that was no, but listen, I am blushing, right? Like I Yeah, I'm, you are I'm so <laughs> my bad, sis. <laughs> But listen, but you put a thought in my head. I was like, now wait a minute. How about 27 minutes? Can to... hop on. Bye, y'all. <laughs> y'all make sure. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.